Welcome back to Vice by Alicia, the lifestyle show that helps women 40 plus with lifestyle tips to enjoy their 40s to the max through education, conversations, and inspiring interviews. I designed this podcast to empower all of us to be so inspirational that other people crave our vibes. Today is a Wednesday that's a little unusual, a little bit different. We come in and record on Wednesdays, but um, we were supposed to have a whole group of people come in, and then at the last minute, they didn't show up. So we're doing something a little bit different, and we're doing a gap fest today, and I am joined by my producer, Jamal. Back at it again. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're here, Jamal, because <clears throat> if there's somebody I can count on, it's you. Yeah, because I have to be here. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. You like being here with me. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been a rough morning, Jamal, for me. It's really been a really rough morning. Not only cancellations, that kind of thing, because, you know, we plan everything out and yeah. we like to be prepared. But, uh, yeah, my mama got sick again this morning. And, oh, like, no. one of those things that, like, happened... Where, you know, you're ready to go, you're excited, you've got your whole day ahead, and then uh, you get a call that mom feels sick. And so when that happens, she she typically will not say anything, but she's at the point where she needs to go see the doctor. Um, thankfully, she called my sister, and so my sister was able to handle all of that. And I'm grateful for that because she took on the responsibility of my mom this morning because um, she needs to take her to her doctor and get checked out. You know, she lives with a chronic disease, so a lot of the things that happen to her are because of her chronic disease. Mm. And the other thing is, like, her medication. We can't really um, we, we can't really give her meds because of her chronic disease, which is cirrhosis of the liver. And that, you know, the liver processes everything. And so medicine is, is an important part of, 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 you know, recuperating and healing. But for her... It's you can't give her any meds. Right. It's very difficult because it all processes through the liver. So she's having to go back to the doctor today. And so that's been rough because, you know, when it comes to her, I want to go over there and be with her and like take care of her. But I'm grateful that I have siblings and they they um, they jump in when we need them. And so my brother is over there with my mom today and he was going to be the one taking her to the doctor. So that's good. But uh, of course, she'll give me the call. She's like, why can't you come? I need oh. you here, and so it's always the uh, the stab in the heart. You know, I feel guilty because I didn't leave what I needed to do to go with her. But yeah, but you got family that's looking out um, for your mom and for you, and you know, everybody's looking out for each other. So it's working out for for now. Yeah, yeah, and I'm grateful for them because it, thanks to them, I we're, um, we're able to just kind of like you know give each other breaks a little bit here and there, and. Um, you know, we all have busy, busy jobs, but um, our parents are always our priority for for all of us, for all four of us. Um, so that's always good. And so there's always that. So today, um, like I said, we had a, everything planned out. But I'm going to still talk about the bloggers event that we're hosting on uh, on Saturday. So it is a big closet sale that we're having. It's a Houston blogger closet sale with um, Influence by Social. They are a company that works with influencers. So we're bringing our closets, we're selling our clothes, and it's happening this Saturday at 10 a.m. And it's at the Urban Office on 8215 Long Point. Um, so if you know about this place or you're trying to find it or you want to go shopping, you know all you know for us in the fashion and like in the in, in like we're getting ready for galas, we're getting ready for luncheons, we're getting ready for spring parties. We want to update our closet, right, Jamal? Right, right. You like updating your closet in the spring, don't you? 
I can't remember the last time I updated my closet. Uh, now that I think about it, I think oh it was pre-pandemic. So I am well overdue. Are you one clothes. of those people that live pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, like have a different life pre and post? I don't know if I have a different life, but there are some things that I haven't thought of since before the pandemic. So it's a really nice, you know, split line factor because mm -hmm. I was the last time I went shopping was I was just going to the mall and I would or like to any store and like actively like shopping. And now I haven't actively gone shopping since before the pandemic. So do you find yourself better off that you're not shopping so much or, or not even concerned about your fashion? Or do you feel like maybe you need to start thinking about it again? I think it's a byproduct of not leaving the house for so long because who's going to see me? So I just never <laughs> had to, you know, and the only place that I'm going to weekly is here. And I'm sorry if you <laughs> care about what I'm wearing, but I don't. So I'm just like, yeah, okay. Uh, at least Even if I care, gets. Jamal, I don't think it would matter. <laughs> the only thing I do ask is like, okay, cut your hair just a little bit. Hey, that's a little been bit taken wild. care of. It's, it's been I think you look very handsome yeah. when you have your hair short like that. Sure. <laughs> I, do, I do appreciate the longer hair, but sometimes it's a little wild. Yeah. It got a little too wild <laughs> <Yeah>. last time. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we're trying to find a girlfriend, aren't we? We're trying. Yeah. We're trying. Okay, we're, all right. We're yeah. working on yeah, it, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> Anyways, so that's what's happening Saturday. It's a bloggers' event. It's a great opportunity for all of us to go shopping. Um, we are really a group of people that are really working on reducing and reusing and recycling our fashion. So many of us have just like gently used clothing that we do not want to throw away, and maybe somebody else can use it. And I think, you know, honestly, for me, every piece of clothes has like a little bit of a story, mm -hmm. right? And I think when you sell something, it takes like a little bit of you with them. And I, I like to say that my my clothes, whoever buys it, takes a little bit of that positivity and that fun that I enjoyed in that piece, whatever it was, if it was a dress or a top or some pants or whatever, I have fun in it. And I probably traveled somewhere in it and I enjoyed it. And mm -hmm. now it's time for it to be enjoyed by somebody else. The other thing that I think is important is like I, f I find myself buying better quality pieces because I know that I want them to last longer. So even like it if it comes to clothes, like pieces that will last longer as opposed to things that are more like fast fashion, which is what I used to sell at my boutique. But now I'm really thinking, you know, it's really important that we buy things that are that have longevity. And um, for me now, that's something that really resonates with me a lot more as opposed to having a bunch of stuff. It's like fast fashion, like Zara and H&M, yeah. Gap, that sort of thing. Like having things that are probably a little bit more expensive, but that are going to be good quality, well-made. The fabrication is... Um, is important where it's getting made is important like who, who are the people that are not being paid when these things are coming out because fast fashion nowadays it's so fast that you have to go to countries where people are paid subpar wages yeah. um and there's a lot of waste that's going on so there that's a big big idea for me in terms of why i do reselling why i really really am concerned of like landfills being filled with clothing so much of it is clothing 
and just doing my part to resell some of those pieces that I have that I think are wonderful and beautiful. And you guys, my style is very colorful. So if you have um, the idea that you want to, and, and guys, it's not even like expensive. It's super, super, super cheap. My stuff is going to be like really affordable so that anybody can have it. Why? Because for me, the main thing, it's not the making of the money. It's the sharing of the clothes. So recycle, there's going to be raffles, there's going to be giveaways, there's so much fun stuff going on. And it's being done by Influence by Social. They're on Instagram at Influence by Social. Check us out this Saturday, February 18th from 10 to 1. Urban Office 8215 Long Point. So if you want more information, go to my Instagram at the underscore Alicia E. You'll have more information there. I also have a link on there for the Eventbrite um, link, and you can sign up through there. It's free, but we definitely want to know who's coming. They have not only blogger sellers, but they have pop-up vendors, as well as raffle prizes, giveaways, and so much more. So definitely keep an eye on that one, and I'm excited about that because I definitely do love enjoying, um, you know, seeing what other people have, and maybe I'll go shopping too. Maybe I shouldn't, but I will. (laughs) <laughs> I know I will. No, you keep adding to the wardrobe. You know, so today we're doing a Gap Fest. It's a mid-season Gap Fest, something we started last season that I think it's really fun. Jamal, I think it's super fun to just talk about what's going on right now. It's the middle of the season. This is episode six, so we definitely love to talk about what's going on. And I think the first topic we want to really get into is... The Super Bowl Rihanna performance. You mean okay. the Rihanna concert featuring the Super Bowl? <laughs> that would be for me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what did you think about it? Uh, the Super Bowl or the concert? Oh, oh, okay. Well, give me both. I mean, <laughs> I, I, ooh, I don't know anything about the Super Bowl, but I definitely do know about the concert. That's the one thing I did watch. I'm not big on sports, but the Super Bowl is probably the one thing that I watch uh, per year. And, like, the one game that I will, like, absolutely watch, not only for the game, but for the commercials and stuff. The only time I'll allow myself to watch commercials. Um, But the game itself was really, like, action-packed. Like, pretty much the first two drives were, like, touchdowns. And it was, like, scoring. Yeah. A score every, like, quarter or or field goals. And it was almost tied up uh, at the very end before uh, the Chiefs got that. Yeah, I think it was a field goal. And uh, beat the Eagles, so like it was, it was, it was a really action-packed game. It was really close the whole time. I really enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, it was probably the best game, the best Super Bowl game in a while. Because I feel like the last couple were pretty slow, but I also don't remember. <laughs> So they they don't stick in my mind as much as this one. So, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I just remember asking my boys, okay, what team are we going for? Because I'm not, you know, football. What team were you going for? They were going for the Eagles. Ah, my boys were going for the Eagles, and I think my husband was going for Kansas City. Yeah. And the boys were going for the Eagles because the quarterback was from Houston. Or um, Texan. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And that was the only connection they had to it. But I, I've i heard a lot about Philly fans, and I'm like, ugh. Rowdy bunch. Ugh, I don't know if I like them very much. My, my cousin <laughs> used to work for the Philadelphia Eagles, so I have a little bit of, like, he was, like, a nutritionist or a general oh. manager or something like that. So, um, 
first time I got to see the Eagles in a game, it was like Eagles versus Texans and just being able to be in the arena and the Eagles have all these chants and culture and history and the Texans have nothing. And it's, yeah, it's a very, it's different. You know, I can understand that. That makes sense. And they're very passionate. They're extremely passionate people. But, you know, about the Super Bowl, the one thing I did really get into was the Rihanna performance. I loved uh, it. I mean, I think just listening to her music and her, you know, just just coming out with with the all red outfit. I mean, it was just like impactful. All the all the other dancers, all in white. They didn't change. She didn't do any like. Um, no, no I think she just added like a big coat at the end, like a bigger red coat towards oh, okay. the end. I was like, right? She was wearing a coat the whole time, but. Yeah, yeah an, an additional bigger one that was like one of those um, comforter coats. Like sure. they were humongous. Right, right. Um, and I thought, wow, like she's just doing it and like so amazing and lovely. And then I started going into <laughs> a rabbit hole of Instagram, of uh, Twitter, and they're talking about how it was a satanic show. Oh, and man. I totally, absolutely did not think that at all. So first things first. When you were watching the show, how long did it take you to realize that she was pregnant? Um, I think probably the first maybe minute I when she started to open her coat a little bit, I saw the belly and I was like, oh, okay, that's a pregnant belly. I mean, I've seen a pregnant belly before. Uh, yes, you've mm-hmm. been pregnant many mm-hmm. times. <laughs> twice, twice, Jamal. Not many times, twice. That's, I've been that's pregnant more twice. Than, more than me. <laughs> that, would, that would qualify as me. <laughs> I didn't have five, six kids. I have two. <laughs> All right. That's more than I can handle. So then the second part of the satanic stuff, which I find super ridiculous i, I had never <laughs> heard of it until you had brought it up earlier when we were prepping for the show uh-huh. so what <laughs> i know it was really ridiculous because they were saying that the red um really like triggered the whole satanic thing because it was a color and then that she was doing some symbols she was doing some uh some satanic i don't know uh the triangle the illuminati like she's an illuminati she's I don't know. Seriously, like I've read the Da Vinci Code and I read about the Illuminati, and to me, it just sounds so ridiculous and so stupid. Yeah, I don't it is. see it's it at all. It's dumb. It's stupid. But I, yeah, like I, I get why people like in those public performances, uh, the big performances for like the Grammys or the Super Bowl or Oscars, what have you, like. They always feel like they're trying to, like, put something subliminal in there and, like, trying to you uh-huh. know, sway the masses is what I was reading. Uh, sway the masses to what? To do what? To Satanism, to <sighs> cult behavior, because secretly, you know, the, the Illuminati and all those people up top are trying to take over the world. And, you know, of course, America good Christian nation can't have, you know, the Satanism uh, stuff happen. Not, not on my watch, not on right. Marjorie Taylor Greene's watch. Because she was one of the ones that was going nuts on Twitter, apparently. So uh, They all came out of the woodwork. The typical um, rats that are lying under the surface, they just all come up. Glenn Beck, um, probably Alex Jones for sure, because he's one of the main people uh, you know i haven't seen anything but i'm sure he's gonna come out with something um who else was it? you know just a typical dummies that come out and and talk that 
Yeah, and looking into things with, without all the information. So one of the pictures I saw uh, was like a blurry picture, and it looked like a, a pentagram that was like buckled onto her, yeah. her waist. Yeah. And then, you know, further inspection, like later on, when you actually look at it, it was just a belt buckle. It just it looks, is. It, like it looks like that because of the distance and blur and all that stuff. Uh-huh. You don't have the best footage on tv or best right quality footage. and i find like if you're looking for subliminal me- messages you're gonna find them in anything because that's what you're looking for you want to create something in your head that is subliminal you're gonna create it and you're gonna create it over anything the way she dances the dancers you know in all white they were sperm she was a blood clot all in red like they came up with something about everything and to me it really was about how she's such a boss the way she coordinated her music the way she came out dancing she stood on a platform pregnant and she showed the world that you can still be pregnant and a fucking boss and be amazing and be wonderful and still be a singer and she promoted her Fenty Beauty and her uh, her her clothing like this she she's intentional and there's reasons why she's a billionaire because she knows what she's fucking doing right and this all goes back to um, just, you know, being a powerful black woman with a lot of money is really, it's, it's a lot of misogyny, racism, you know, yeah. the things that we fall back on. In and it triggers society. people, right? Yeah. It triggers people like the, um, the, the, the moment a, a, a black person or person of color is rich, filthy, rich, wealthy, self-made. Well, they must have done something. They must have made a deal with the devil. They sold their soul at some point because there's no way like it's impossible. Um, Ugh, it's just so disgusting to me, and I just don't want to give it any time, but it's definitely what's re- trending right now, and it's three days after the Super Bowl, and it's still fucking going. It's so stupid. All right, well, let's keep the misogyny right. train going. <laughs> oh, let's keep going. with. The, and now we're heading over to another form of misogyny, and we're talking about ageism and the way that women who are older are treated, and I'm talking about Madonna. So Madonna's been on the news and she's been trending for a while because she's being called youth obsessed. She's 64, guys. She's youth obsessed. She can't have fun without like being completely done with her Botox and her. I mean, if you look at her face, she really doesn't look like herself. But are we to to judge somebody who's trying to stay young at 64 and try to stay relevant? The queen of reinvention? Yeah. Madonna has a like a history of. Uh, on this, and when I was thinking about it, I'm, you know, I was thinking that Madonna is probably one of the the first in terms of being the iconic, um, yeah, the iconic pop like a uh, woman pop star of like today's like era. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she's always been the like the face of it. And so she's also had to constantly like reinvent herself to stay relevant with the times yeah. and with and the relevant. times, yeah. But you know when. It, it, it's the same way when I think of um, Eminem is like 50 now. And so now yeah. people are like saying that like, oh, man, this old head, like he can't be like, you know, coming out with like um, edgy music because now he's just an old man. It's it's kind of the same kind of like ageism because she's fi- 64. She can still put out great music. She can still put out hits. And, yes. You know, she's still relevant in uh, pop culture and that, you know, that doesn't necessarily have an age to it. So, I thought it was very interesting. So, then there were other people that are, like, her contemporaries or people that are a similar age. So, I, like, looked up a bunch. Tina Turner, 83. Oh, my goodness. So, um, I had no idea 
And then there's Cher. Yeah. Who's the one that I usually think of when mm-hmm. they're like old and uh, uh, trying to keep their youth. She's 76. And also a f- similar t- contemporary is Dolly Parton. And she's 77. Um, but they mm-hmm. all of those mm-hmm. people still have plenty to give in terms of entertainment value and rele- relevancy, music. Like age doesn't have to define all that. So I think the all of the smack talk about like how how she looks and like oh she's clinging to her youth is yeah and i think part of it is also because it's just a little extreme for 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 who we are and what we want to see in our in our artists we want them to age gracefully you know sometimes we want to think okay we can definitely age and be beautiful and not feel like we have to do stuff to our face but if madonna wants to do it and she f- that's what makes her feel good about herself. Like, who are we to judge that about her? Like, she's doing what she wants to do. Obviously, if you don't want to do that when you're 64, then don't do it. But it, she's Madonna, and she's an icon to me. Whenever I want to feel pumped and feel good, I listen to Madonna music. That's what I grew up with. I'm a Gen Xer. I grew up with Madonna. In 1985, I was 10 years old dancing to her music. In 1986, I was 11. And so those things, when I had my quinceanera, my 15-year party quinceanera, I danced a Madonna song, Bogue, because that was... That's what was big in 1990, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, that's that's what it's about. It's about the music. It's about who they are. It's what they bring to us. Um, so for me, I don't see that as a problem. I think it's it's a problem for people who don't want to see women age or maybe don't have a, a, a clear idea. I mean, whatever. It's Madonna. I would say just leave her alone. Just leave her alone. She wants to do it. Let her live her life. I know. And she's a badass anyways. Like she's earned the right to do whatever the fuck she wants to do because she's an icon. She's an 80s icon, 90s icon. She's still doing it in in the year 2000, 20 and like uh, 23. 23. She's still singing. She's going up on stage. She's going to be doing a tour, which, by the way, I left the tour early because um, she wouldn't show up and it was already midnight. And I'm like, ugh. This wow. is disrespectful. I am going home. And I didn't go to that, her. Co- I, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed because she was not out. And I'm like, Ugh, I'm done with her. I am going home. Of course, I would love to see her. But bitch, come out on time. Don't come out so late. Damn. That's definitely my gripe with Madonna. Not her face. It's the timeliness. She's not punctual. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like people who aren't punctual. All right. Okay, let's talk about the next thing. But, you know, before we get to the next thing, I want to do... A, I want to remind everybody about our sponsor. Our sponsor is Elmer Garcia, bilingual realtor. He is someone that we go to for all of the things that we need for real realty needs, commercial, residential. We just started a new project. We're doing a rehab. We're doing a flip. And this is over here on the west side of Houston. And it's something that he's um, involved in. And he's going to be selling it for us as soon as we're ready to put it on the market. We've been working on it for a while. And so someone that we go to all the time is our favorite realtor, Elmer Garcia. He's bilingual. You can find him at 832-512-6, sorry, 512-5752, or you can also find him at elmerg.realtor at gmail.com. He is someone who's been with us here, and we're going to be doing an, an episode next week with him, so check that out. And we're going to be talking about investments in real estate, the funny, the sad, the crazy about selling and buying in real estate, guys. You definitely want to check that out with Elmer Garcia, our sponsor. 
All right, Jamal, ready for the next one? Let's next, hear it. next, next trending episode on this Gap Fest, this mid-season Gap Fest. Let's talk about The Last of Us, which uh, is a show that you and I are both super into. But you mentioned to me earlier that you're a gamer, so you've been on the game before. Tell me about that. So I, I mean, the game came out in I think it was like 2012 or 2013. So the game is pretty old, and I but I only recently played it a couple years ago, so it's still kind of fresh in my mind, but. When they announced that they were making a TV show about the the Last of Us, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense because a lot of the the cutscenes and the cinematic qualities of that game, like, yeah, it, it fits for a um, for a TV series." So I'm like, "Yeah, that's a slam dunk. That'll be perfect." Um, what I didn't expect is how much they changed. So I and I can't get too much into it because. That would be spoiling it, but I, basically, I know how the story ends. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, I, and when uh, certain plot points are coming up, and I'm like, "Oh, I know how that's gonna go." Mm-hmm. So, uh, are, are we just gonna talk about the episode like spoilers or whatever? No, I just want to recommend it to everybody okay. because um, I think it's such a good show, and it's not the the typical zombie show and I think that's the reason why I didn't want to watch it at the beginning because I thought it was just like a stupid zombie show like I'm not watching those stupid zombie shows but it really is a lot more than that there's underlining stories I especially love the story of Kathleen the uh the leader of the resistance of the militia remember she overtook the Fedra gotta say i checked out like mentally <laughs> she's not in the game so she's was, not no, so oh it's like that's a whole like original storyline and it just it never like that whole thing never really grabbed me but they tied uh, it in with okay. uh, sam and henry and that was better <laughs> okay but, okay 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 yeah, so yeah. so henry's in the show in the game, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, Sam and, and Sam, and Sam, both of them are in the in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Kathleen is in, but Kathleen is a woman leader, and she's like a post revolutionary, and she worked in the quarantine zone uh, in Kansas City, and she um, frees frees it right. Yeah. So she becomes a leader because her brother was a leader, and then he dies, and she becomes a leader, and she becomes ruthless. Right. Yeah. She's chasing people she's looking for people but i think the part that i really want to talk about is just how smart she is in that in that show and how she combines sentimentality emotions with logic with smart um i don't know the dialogue was just amazing and that's what i'm really into right now is the writing of the show okay like uh, I get that you said all that, but I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see any of that at all. But maybe that's because I'm biased, not because she wasn't like in the game. Uh-huh. But I just thought she was a very unlikable character. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, yeah. But that's by design. So I wasn't looking. At it is by design, and the writers made her that way. But you know, Kathleen, the actress that plays her, I think her name is Melanie, uh, Melanie Linsky, something like that. She actually hasn't she's done characters like that but i think it was important to bring a woman in that doesn't have that in in terms of like uh in her background mm. a characterization of of this person that's very different from what she typically plays um there was this this stupid um controversy going on on twitter with um america's next top model adrian curry saying how she she doesn't look like she's an a post-apocalyptic leader. Mm-hmm. She looks like somebody who's living in abundance and somebody who's living like in modern day. 
And and so Melanie wrote back to her in that tweet, and she said, well, she's supposed to be really smart. Um, I don't know that uh, my body type really is important because she's, she's a heavier actress. Right. She's not, like, super thin or, like, super muscular. And so she said, the henchmen are supposed to be muscular. I am the leader of the group. I'm supposed to be smart. I'm supposed to have the strategies, right? Mm. Um, so there is that also going around where other women are, like, are, are, are saying, well, you know, you're too big to be a leader. You're too big to be in, in a post-apocalyptic um, show. I did not expect that all three of our subjects had to deal with misogyny. <laughs> it just happened that way. It I didn't think happened. of it either, but now it is. <laughs> like, oh, man. that Like, those people need to touch grass because that is... <laughs> These are such dumb. And it's not always men that are throwing out the no, misogyny. It's women. a lot of women. Yeah, yeah. And that's a lot of, you know, self-hating misogyny and it happens. But, you know, patriarchal society, I get it. <laughs> so, like, some people can't help themselves. But, like. I know, but I'm glad that she came out and said, listen, for my for my role in this show, I have to be smart. I have to be savvy. I need to know what's going on in the city. I looking gorgeous and beautiful and muscular and super skinny isn't really the yeah <laughs> the end game yeah. i think yeah she played her role really well she I does just yeah i care about that particular story so it just like jettisoned out my mind but i wouldn't say anything bad about her like as an actress like or like you know that story like it was done well for what it was it isn't yeah really would we be would we be questioning if it was a, a heavier set male hmm. leader no, no right no but that's no. that goes back to how we you know especially in like popular like media we want our women to be uh the sleek beautiful you know uh stereotypical type uh so if a male was put in that role they would probably be overweight balding yeah um and just you know look like shit because you know that's the the embodiment of like an evil character right a lot right of people like an evil like leader type character or go like the gus fring route of uh breaking mm -hmm. bad of mm -hmm. just like really uh quiet stoic and stoic mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we like uh great women evil characters i can't think of very many so like, I, I imagine that. Well, I think about the women in, like, Game of Thrones that are evil and horrible. Yeah, but they all fit those stereotypes they do. that we were talking about earlier. Or, like, the same thing with, you know, I mean, these aren't real people, but, like, even in the Disney movies, like, yeah. Maleficent and, yeah. you know, all those. It, or you go, what, Snow White? And that's, like, the hook nose witch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, everybody... Like, women in popular media are usually not portrayed as villains, and when they are, they kind of fit certain stereotypes. So, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can see why some people were being idiots about it. I know, and I think it's important that, that women like her are giving those opportunities, those roles where they can, they can like, really... Um, harness their chops you know and their acting chops and it really is about the acting it really is about the the craft and it not so much about what she looks like and um you know how she's she should lose weight or she should look more muscular or blah 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 because the the character for her it's just she has to be smart she has to be ruthless she has to be heartless many times because she's she's going after people 
Um, but there's a reason why she goes after people. You know, she's also been done wrong. She's also grown up in, in thinking that, you know, this is uh, the best scenario and her and her brother dies. So mm. there's 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 an underground, there's an underlining reason why she's so ruthless and so ugly and so mean. But I think women going after other women online and talking about our bodies and talking about why we're, you know, we don't look a certain why we don't look a certain way, why we can't be a certain way. I think it's just sort of detracting of the of the essence of the actress and how beautiful and wonderful she can perform. And you know that goes back to the casting in the show has been phenomenal in terms it's been of so good. Uh, of course, all the acting ability, but in terms of representation um, in the game, uh, Joel's daughter that was in the first episode, like that was a white girl, but that in the show, person of color, um, you know, uh, Kathleen. Who's uh, the person of color? Remember, Ellie? No, no. Like uh, Joel's daughter in like the first episode before. Oh, yeah, before yeah, the yeah, yeah. Like, That's yeah. right. Her, his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Kathleen being, a, you know, more heavyset woman. Mm -hmm. um, episode three entirely where there's just a fantastic, like, the gay couple storyline. Mm -hmm. um, Sam in the games was not mute. But in this one, like, so we had a whole sign language thing that was happening. Right. And they put that in. I'm like, that's phenomenal. Like, I didn't know he was, he wasn't mute. No, in he, the, yeah. He, he was, wasn't. Okay. He was, he was talking. And what a beautiful performance by those two, by right? Henry and Sam. And just a beautiful performance. The, the humanity that they injected into this and something that's up, you know, post-apocalyptic. And then when you think about it, you you think well mushrooms you think a fungus and you're like oh my god it's totally possible i mean especially <laughs> given what's been happening lately with uh, oil spills and yes. just all the pollution that we do and obviously climate change like yeah this actually looks <laughs> like it could like it could, it could happen mm -hmm. oh my god okay. Oh, okay we're not gonna end on that no we're gonna end on positivity <laughs> So, Jamal, thank you so much for the Gap Fest today. I think this is such a good... I love this, by the way. Pleasure to be here. I love doing these. It's a great departure for us from all the interviews because I love doing the interviews, which are fantastic, and I'm bringing a, a, a bunch of good ones for March for um, Women's International Month. But you know what? Just talking about what's trending is super fun and cool. Before I go, guys, I wanted to just mention the free membership subscription that I have on my website for you for 60 days. You can join my Vibes Global Insiders as a subscriber and you can guarantee, I will guarantee for you that you're going to get information, inspiration and accountability. You're going to access and tap into 25 years of my experience, tap into my education and my network and resources. I've been in, in, in this for a really long time. If I can mentor you, if I can give you advice, if I can help you, we will be there. And it's free for the next 60 days. All you have to do is go online. I have the description here. And then type in the word gifted because I'm gifting it to you. It's the promo code gifted. So do that. We also are going to be doing in-person events. I'm also planning some more live shows. We want to definitely do more of that, which is super fun. And just, you know, go online and check it out. It's at vibesbyalicia.com. You do not want to miss it, vibesbyalicia.com. Again, I want to mention my sponsor, Elmer Garcia, somebody who's been amazing and wonderful in terms of realtors, somebody who stays on top of things and, like, will call you back when you need somebody to call you back. So, Jamal, yes. thank you for today. 
You are very welcome. I love doing this. I do too. You have a great radio voice, and you did tell me that you've been practicing on it, or you've practiced. It? I, I would I like know. to practice more <laughs> because, I, yeah, I just I just want to you know, either have my own podcast or you know well, use my voice for something. That's awesome. So we'll see. And if. Any ladies out there are single and like the voice. <laughs> Y'all like the boys. Yeah. DM me. I will hook it up for you guys. He's such a great guy and such an amazing, intelligent, lovely person oh that God. I've had the pleasure of knowing for five, six years now. And I'm just so grateful that he's a part of the team and my producer and always brings it every time I need him to come through for me. And I'm appreciative of that. So, DM if you're interested. He's got a great voice and a great personality too. <laughs> what would be the first date, Jamal, if you take him for a first date? Uh, probably coffee. Oh. I'm, I'm on my coffee arc right now. Like I'm starting to become a coffee snob, and uh, oh, wow. it's 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 getting expensive. So uh, probably go to a fancy <laughs> coffee place. Do you make your own coffee at home? Yeah. Oh, you do? Like, I do the, like, pour-over type stuff. I don't use a coffee machine. And so now oh. I'm, like, trying do to... Do you grind your coffee beans? Yeah. You do yeah, that? Yeah, so we're, we're grinding coffee beans right I'm now. excited that you're saying this to me because I'm going to be going to El Salvador, and they have some of the best coffee I've ever had in my life. Mm. Like, you don't even have to put sugar or milk on this. It is so luscious and fucking amazing. Okay, now I know what I'm bringing back for you because... Mr. Uh, coffee Snob, oh, this is a perfect place for you because this is like like we're visiting coffee plantations up in the mountains. Oh, you gotta okay. bring back some coffee. I'm gonna be bringing you something back. <laughs> yeah, Please okay, get you. get ready for that <laughs> because I missed your birthday because you didn't tell me it was your birthday. I so I'm gonna make it up to you. Oh, I'm gonna goodness. give you a birthday gift. You should tell me when it's your birthday because ah. I should be <laughs> gifting you something. But you're just. It's, ugh. You have to tell us, Jamal. I tell the whole world when my birthday's coming in, like, in June, and my birthday's in July. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like a typical Leo that I am. <laughs> mm. All right, so can't much. help it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you like the topics. I want to know what you think about these topics, too, by the way, because I want to know what you're thinking. Do you really see what we're seeing and, like, think it's as ridiculous as we are seeing it as well? And all the misogyny that's going on on social, how do you, what do you think about that? Are you watching The Last of Us? I really want to know if you are because it's the kind of show i wouldn't typically watch but i am super hooked because i am so into these storylines so let me know and if you're joining the insiders group also let me know because i need to send you your freebie you guys know about that all right bye tomorrow thank you thank you